The Capital Ideas Podcast now has a new monthly edition hosted by Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin. Investment professionals reveal their best mentors, how they find their next great idea, and a few funny stories. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. American Funds Distributors, Inc. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code Radio20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. Let's get to our guest. Daniel Lamb is with us. Daniel is head of equity strategy at Star, uh, Standard Chartered Wealth Management. He joins us from our studios in Hong Kong. Daniel, thanks for being with us. I think we have to begin with the PMI data for uh, the month of November. Both sentiments from the government in China uh, show us further in contraction. This really shouldn't come as a surprise, right? We've seen very stringent COVID restrictions and uh, curtailed domestic demand. Where do we go from here, do you think? Oh, it shouldn't be a surprise at all because of the COVID uh, situation in China. Um, but investors, they have been looking ahead. I mean, in November, for example, the Hang Seng Index was up you know, nearly 4,000 points from the bottom of October. So investors are still expressing the view that further reopening is going to continue in China. It's uh, going to happen, but in the near term, there's going to be a lot of volatility, isn't there? What's your temptation to look for bargains or to sit on the sidelines? Oh, no, I think um, investors should be looking for levels to enter um, because, you know, the reopening direction is quite clear um, for the next you know, six to 12 months. Um, if you look at the latest pullback um, back on Monday morning, it went all the way down to about 16,800 in the Hang Seng Index, which is, you know, if you look at the range of the movement, um, that um, 14,600 to 18,400, that's exactly a 61% Fibonacci retracement. And then it met with very heavy volume buying. Um, if you notice that the Hang Seng Index has been um, going up um, on strong volume, but when they have days of pullback, the volume has been relatively small. That shows that investors are still net buying um, Hong Kong China equities, and they're looking to buy the dip. So I would think that in the Hang, in the case of Hang Seng Index, if it pulls back to say around the seventeen thousand level, it should be quite a strong buy from there. Do we know that who is buying? I mean, is it primarily institutions versus retail at this point, and is there durability in this trend? I mean, I, I'm thinking this could be kind of a, you know, a bear market trap. Well. No, there are different ways of looking at this, but um, if you look at the policy direction, it's been on the positive side, right? Um, reopening and also the property backstop. Um, if you look at the US dollar has been weakening and that's helping EM and Chinese equities. So there is potentially more legs going on for this. And I'm expecting that the index could go above 19,000 by the year end. In terms of who is buying, I think is you know, across the board, is uh, institutions and also the retails also coming in. And is much of that demand coming from offshore or do you see it from coming from uh, within China? Well, um, both, I think, yes, um, onshore and offshore. 
When you look at some of the other economies in the Asia Pacific that rely on the growth story in China, I'm thinking of Taiwan, I'm thinking of South Korea in particular. Are you as positive on those markets? Well, I think that uh, the first you know, direct benefit um, from the potential you know, further reopening is going to be the Chinese equities. Um, so that would be the market that we'll be focusing upon in Asia, Japan. Daniel, I want to get your thoughts on the growth outlook for China. We've got the IMF uh, warning that it might be trimming its forecast down to 3.2% this year, 4.4% in the next. Uh, the risks are on the downside, according to the IMF. What's your outlook and what more support measures do you see coming from policymakers? I believe that the key is still the speed of the reopening. Um, once that um, reopening continues and hopefully may accelerate, um, then the growth can likely pick up. I mean, it's going to improve, um, first of all, the ease of movement, mobility, and also improve the, I guess, um, amend the supply chain disruption that it's been causing. Do you suspect that, that consumer confidence or at least sentiment among the retail person in China is going to pivot that quickly after everything people have been through for the last three years? It's going to improve. Um, but I, like I said in the first part of the show, um, the markets, the investors are looking beyond these. Um, if they see further measures of reopening, then I think the markets would take it uh, quite favorably. I think the market is going to run ahead of, of, the, of the improvement in growth. We've also seen a number of support measures unveiled for the property sector. Um, that sector has a lot of problems. I'm not going to unpack them now. <laughs> but do, do you think we've seen the worst of it, though? And I, I feel like I ask that question every time. Well, I believe that this time is for real. There's a very strong backstop that the government has put forward with a 16-point plan. Um, they're all designed to improve the timely delivery of the new flats and also allow the property developers to manage the finance and introduce um, new strategic investors via yesterday's announcement of equity refinancing. So if you look at the uh, high-yield bonds, they have rebounded very strongly. A lot of the distressed names have doubled from the bottom over the past uh, few weeks. And similarly for the property stocks in China as well. Um, but having said that, um, you know, the government has made it very clear that properties are made for living and not for speculation. So basically, you have a situation where the downside appears to be much more limited than before. But what about the upside? The upside is probably going to be, I guess, limited as well for the, for the longer term, right? Because the earnings, you know, they can stabilize, but they're not going to improve drastically. I mean, like we said, that you know, growth is still relatively um, slow by Chinese standard, and that would feed through to property demand. You seem pretty positive, and I'm wondering if there's anything that concerns you right now. I mean, you feel like maybe uh, the markets and the economy are on the verge. Well, you said that the markets are out in front of a turn in the economy, but the, the worst seems to be behind us where China is concerned. Well, that depends on the point of view, right? Because the markets have been you know, the biggest underperforming major market globally until October 
So we're really starting from a very low base. And the number of low-hanging fruits in China, I believe, is much more than the rest of the world. Like the U.S., for example, yes, um, you know, the inflation number has been coming off, but there's still uh, Fed rate hikes ahead. Uh, but in terms of China, they have room to ease. So relatively speaking, they can outperform uh, the U.S., All right, uh, Daniel Lamb, on that note, we will have to leave it. But thank you so much for joining us on Bloomberg Daybreak Asia. Very optimistic, Daniel Lamb, their head of equity strategy at Standard Chartered Wealth Management. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.